You are listening to Radio Yastrava. Well, there came a sound from heaven. Was a mighty rushing wind. Well, it filled every heart with singing. And it gave them peace within Well, the prophet gave this promise He said the Spirit shall descend And from your innermost being a river with no Bible said there was a thirsty woman who went to a place called Jacob's well her life was ruined and wasted and her soul It was lost as well Wasted and ruined But all then something happened That day she met 
she met the master He gently told her of her sin Then he said, if you drink of this water that I will give you, you'll never, never thirst again. listening to radio yesterova god bless you and a warm welcome to all our listeners here on radio yesterova may the lord jesus christ richly bless you and be with you trust you enjoyed the beautiful song that speaks of the yesterova hallelujah and that river flows from god above yes it is a river of life it contains living water and we're just grateful for god for not deserting us not letting us to die and to perish but God supplying us with that living water that we need now may the name of the Lord just be blessed and may it be just be praised forever now for those of you that have your bibles ready welcome to study in the word this is evangelist Elmer and I will be addressing you live tonight and may the Lord just bless you and may he be with you now if you can turn with me please to the book of Matthew the gospel according to saint matthew chapter number 5 and we shall read from verse 13 this is thus say of the lord this is jesus christ speaking directly and he says to the multitude you are the salt of the earth but if the salt have lost his savor wherewith shall it be salted it is thence for good for nothing but to be cast out and to be thrown under the foot of men ye are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven may the lord add his blessings to the reading of his word now we want to speak tonight about the salt of the earth yes the salt of the earth and jesus says this in matthew 5 verse 13 you are the salt of the earth now once again we see jesus the master the teacher hallelujah the great rabbi he was teaching yes teaching 
by taking natural examples to give us a spiritual message. Here we see once again him using salt, using light. Other times we see him talking about seed, talking about trees, talking about birds, talking about all these elements that are found in nature. So he used the natural to convey a spiritual message. And once again he uses natural elements such as salt, such as the earth, such as light, to give a spiritual message. Now we know that we as human beings are not literally salt. No, not at all. Our bodies may contain salt, but it consists of many other elements. It has flesh, it has blood, it has organs, it has bones, and within it is contained salt. But Jesus is conveying a spiritual message by referring to his followers as the salt of the earth. Now, salt we know in the natural, it serves many purposes. Salt we know, for instance, firstly gives flavor to food. Hallelujah. When salt is added to food, it gives flavor. But we know that salt also has another function. And salt can also create thirst. Hallelujah. Whenever you have too much salt, it creates a thirst for water. Now, when Jesus compares his disciples or his followers to salt, hallelujah, then they should have that quality of salt, that quality of giving flavor, hallelujah. Now, salt plays a very important role. We see even in the Old Testament, when sacrifices were made to God Almighty, we see that salt was used, hallelujah, in the salt covenant. You can read this in the book of Numbers, and you can also read in the book of 1 Kings chapter 13, or 2 Kings 13, where the Bible speaks about the salt covenant that God made with David, hallelujah. It also speaks uh, how that salt was used in the burnt offering. So the salt gave flavor to the offering. And now when it comes to the Christian being the salt of the earth. He also or she gives a flavor, hallelujah, and the life that a Christian loves, the life that a Christian displays, it gives off a flavor, hallelujah, and that flavor is something that is pleasing to God, just as the sacrifices in the Old Testament that were sacrificed to God Almighty had to be salted with salt so that God can accept it. It was part of God's requirements. So it is also with the Christian that he or she must live a life that is really a good sever. Now we see the Apostle Paul writing about this in his epistle to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5. And we see him writing also about them being a sever for some unto perdition and for some unto redemption. Hallelujah. So the life that they were living was giving off a sever. Now he writes about this in, in the book of the Corinthians, the second epistle that he addresses to the Corinthians. But we see also in other epistles, he was telling the believers that their words should be sprinkled with salt. Hallelujah. So it really plays a very important role. But it has to do with the life that one lives whether it is pleasing to God or whether it is not pleasing to God at all. Hallelujah. So that is what the salt is all about. Now just as salt in the natural 
it it creates a thirst so salt in the spiritual if a christian loves the christian life he or she makes others thirsty to also love that kind of life hallelujah praise the name of the lord so that is what it is all about it is about living the life it is good that we have knowledge and that we know theology it is good that we know scripture but what really matters in the sight of god is how a person love god is a please with obedience god is pleased with somebody that loves according to his word and when somebody loves according to the word of god then such a person really gives off a great scent a great flavor hallelujah and the bible also reprimands the believers that they should be loving that way yes they should be loving holy lives they should be loving lives that is pleasing unto god almighty hallelujah and when a christian loves that way yes we see that that attracts others that are non-christians to also become christians now i want to read second corinthians chapter 2 the correct chapter chapter 2 for we are unto god a sweet savor of christ in them that are saved and in them that perish to the one we are the savor of death unto death and to the other the savor of life unto life and who is sufficient for these things for we are not as many which corrupt the word of god but as of sincerity but as of god in the sight of god speak we in christ hallelujah so yes this is what this is all about the sweet savor hallelujah it is a life that is salted hallelujah salted with the word of god now without the word of god hallelujah there is no savor in your life but when the word of god is applied to your life hallelujah it gives off a sweet savor now just as sacrifices were made in the old testament hallelujah it gave off a wonderful scent to the nostrils of god god was pleased when he he really got the smell of what was being placed on the altar and the life of a christian ought to be placed upon the altar hallelujah the altar of god hallelujah a christian ought to live a life that is worthy of the gospel of jesus christ hallelujah and that life can only be loved if christ himself loves within you paul was saying in galatians chapter 2 verse 20 for i love no more but i am crucified with christ and the life that i love now i love for the son of god who loved me and gave his life for me praise the name of the lord that is christ himself loving in you that is christ himself dwelling in you and that is how a believer's life ought to be if we go to romans chapter 12 romans chapter number 12 and we read from verse 1 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service hallelujah so even the the body of a believer hallelujah that body is a temple of the holy spirit and the holy spirit dwells within the believer and the body of the believer should be a living sacrifice to god now just in the old testament we see there were sacrifices of goats and bulls and of these other creatures uh, like birds or turtle doves that were sacrificed to god yes that sacrifices had to be salted hallelujah now us as the believer in the new covenant we no longer sacrifice uh, bulls and goats and turtle doves and these things but our lives become the sacrifice for god the life that we live we live not for ourselves but we live for jesus christ if you go to the book of matthew chapter 26 the bible says that jesus said if any man shall follow me 
Let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Hallelujah. Jesus says, that what shall it profit a man that he gains the whole world, but he loses his soul? What does it profit a man? What point does it have to, to or what good does it do to have all the worldly possessions, but your soul to be lost? It is then a life that is loved in vain. But if you love the, a life worthy, uh, dedicated unto God Almighty, God is pleased with such a life. Hallelujah. And that is really what impresses God. A life of obedience. And that life of obedience, hallelujah, it gives off a sweet savor. Hallelujah. It gives off a sweet scent. It gives off a salty flavor. Hallelujah. Pleasing unto God, acceptable unto Him. And if we go into the book of 1 Peter, chapter number 2. 1 Peter, chapter number 2. The apostle also writes to the believers. And he says to them the following words. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. Hallelujah. The believer ought to live a life that is pleasing unto God. He says, you also as lively stones are built up to a spiritual house and a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is what the Christian is. Spiritual to, they offer up spiritual sacrifices that is acceptable to God. Hallelujah. Now God accepts such sacrifices. Hallelujah. A life of obedience. Those that sacrifices the world and the things of the world to live for God, to live according to His word. That allows the word of God to just sprinkle them. Hallelujah. To just touch them. And then they live out the same word of God. Hallelujah. And that is what God longs of his church. That is what God longs of the Christian. To be the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. To live a life that is that attracts others to the gospel. Now many years ago there was a woman that had converted to Christianity. And she was married to a husband that was an alcoholic. And this particular woman... Uh, she always submitted to her husband as the Bible tells them to do. And that is a clear command in the Bible. Whether you look in the Old Testament and whether you look in the New Testament, God commanded that women should be submissive unto their husbands. We see in Genesis chapter 3 that God spoke unto the woman and said that your husband shall rule over you. And then we see also again in the New Testament the same thing. Yes, that uh, the wives ought to submit unto their husbands. We see that in Ephesians chapter 5, that the wives should submit unto their own husbands. Hallelujah. So that is God's desire. And a woman that loves that way is worthy and pleasing unto God Almighty. A woman that submits under her husband. Now this particular lady, she, uh, she was very submissive. And she served God, although she had a husband that was unbelieving. And her husband was sitting in a bar one day, drinking with his friends, having a good time. And then his, his friends started to say that they don't believe there is something like Christians anymore. They are just all hypocrites. And then this man told his friends, not my wife, come to my house and I'll show you. He took his friends and he went to his house with them and he pretended to be extremely drunk although he wasn't because he was trying to prove a point to his friends and as he got to his house he asked his wife to make him a meal and she did so 
and she brought the meal and then he took the plate of food, he cast it on the floor, broken in pieces. And then she came gently and swept it all up and got rid of the mess. And she started to sing the song, Must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. Hallelujah. And right at that very moment, he pointed to his friends and said, See there, I told you, there is still something like a genuine Christian. And this convinced his friends to such an extent that they converted to Christianity themselves and they accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their own personal Savior. When they saw the life that this woman was living hallelujah and that is what is pleasing unto god it is the life hallelujah the life that people love many times people profess one thing but then love something totally different and may god just be merciful to such yes may god help those that say they are christians to just become the salt as jesus have commanded us that we are the salt of the earth those that have lost their flavor, may they just regain their flavor by bathing themselves in the word of God. Hallelujah. Just immerse yourself in the word of God. The Bible speaks about the washing of the waters of the word. You need to bath in the word. Hallelujah. You just need to immerse yourself in the word of God. Just let it penetrate your heart. Just open your heart for the word of God. Just let it flow in you. Hallelujah. And what flows in will flow out again. And you may you just regain that flavor again. Now we're going to listen to that song again. There is a river. After that, uh, we return to the broadcast of a study in the Word. God bless you. You are listening to Radio Easter River. He said the Spirit shall descend. And from your innermost being a river with no end oh oh, there is a river that flows That breathes the soul from sin Why don't you come You are listening to Radio Yesterova These waters There is You are listening to Radio Yesterova.
The Bible said there was a thirsty woman who went to a place called Jacob's Well. Her life was ruined and wasted. And her soul it was lost as well wasted and ruined but all then something happened that day she met she met the master he gently told her of her sin then he said if you drink of this water that I will give you you'll never never thirst again This February with your dream home at Central Blue in Blue Downs. Discover a stunning selection of homes for sale at the corner of Endurance and Hindle Road. Join us on February 17th at 11 o'clock for an unforgettable experience. Picture yourself sipping and snacking accompanied by fantastic entertainment while you explore. This is your chance to find your perfect match, your dream home. It's a date. See you there. Reach us at sales at centralblue.co.za or our WhatsApp number 082-645-5101. Central Blue. You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Radio Yesterova. Our station, our talent, our people. Tidang Raki. Now God bless you and welcome back to this afternoon's broadcast of a study in the Word. May the Lord Jesus once again bless you and be with you. So we're talking tonight here about the salt of the earth. As Jesus himself said that you are the salt of the earth. And as we've stated that Jesus many times used symbols and objects in the natural to convey a spiritual message. 
And we know that in the natural, salt really represents something that is pure, something that is clean. Salt also represents something that is permanent. Hallelujah. Salt represents something that adds flavor to food. And that is really what the Christian life is all about. It is something that is pure. Hallelujah. God calls his people to holiness. If you read 1 Peter chapter 2, the Bible says, Be ye holy. For I am holy. Hallelujah. And when it comes to holiness, God has his own description of what it is, what holy living is all about. If you go with me, please, to the book of Second or First Peter chapter 2, we can read that. We can actually read chapter 1 of First Peter, where God made it very plain to the apostle. And he said, be ye holy, in verse 16, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy holy but as he which have called you is holy so be ye holy in all manner of conversation as obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance hallelujah and if we go to the book of colossians colossians chapter number three once again we see that the apostle paul was writing about this topic of holy living and it is something that is absolutely essential and he says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which you also walk sometimes when you lived in them. But now you also put of all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Hallelujah. So then, once again, we see an instruction for holiness. So there is a difference between the church and the world. There is a difference between holiness and unholiness, between clean and unclean. And when it comes to God's people, he requires cleanness or holiness from them hallelujah and this is what it's about when it comes to being the salt of the earth it is about pure living hallelujah it is about clean living now firstly we want to mention that we are all sinners we are born in sin we are shaped in iniquity but when we come to jesus christ we become a new creature the bible says the old things have passed behold it is become all new the bible says therefore being justified with faith by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ so when you go through justification, you are justified of your past sins. And those sins now need to be crucified. Hallelujah. And this is what the second work of grace is about. It's called sanctification. Hallelujah. And God alone can sanctify you. And how does God sanctify you? He sanctifies you in his word. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John 17 verse 17, Sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is is the truth hallelujah and when the word of truth is being preached hallelujah it cleans you hallelujah if the word is being preached it brings about conviction hallelujah and when once you have conviction hallelujah it leads to confession and once you make a confession your sins forgiven hallelujah the bible says in first john 1 verse 8 and verse 9 if we say we have no sins then we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us but if we confess our sins he is true and just to forgive us the sins and to cleanse us 
from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. That is what the word of God does. Jesus says in John 15 verse 3, Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Hallelujah. The Lord's word is a pure word. Yes, the Bible even says that, that, the, that God's word is pure. Hallelujah. And when it is being preached in his purity, it will also purify you. Hallelujah. Purify you of filthy things. Hallelujah. It will even purify you of filthy spirits. The Bible says that Jesus casts out the spirits by a word. Hallelujah. And that is how powerful the word of God is when it is being preached in its purity. It has the power to even cast out devils. It has the power to heal all manner of diseases. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 20 that he sent his word and he healed them and it healed them. Hallelujah. The word of God is healing power. The word of God is delivering power. The word of God can sanctify and purify you. Hallelujah. Of your sins. If you will only believe. And that is the power of the word of God. Hallelujah. God's word is not to be underestimated. It is not the word of a man. But it is the word of God himself. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But God's word shall never pass away god's word is powerful hallelujah god's word is pure god's word will never return unto him void but it will always accomplish the purpose for which it was sent and that is the word of god that cleans us that sanctifies us that purifies us hallelujah and that is what the christian really should endeavor for now for those of you that have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, you have done the right thing, hallelujah. But now you need to continue in your walk with God. You have come out of darkness into light. There is a way how things work in darkness and there is a way how things work in light. And once you have become a child of the light, you must also walk as a child of the light. If you go to me to, with me to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 5. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and have given himself for us and as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling sever there it is once again hallelujah what Christ did for us offering himself as a sacrifice to God for a sweet a sweet smelling sever but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you as become of saints neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting which are not convenient but rather giving of thanks for thus you know that no warmonger no unclean person no covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man you deceive you with vain, vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be ye not therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness but now you are light in the lord walk as children of the light for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and covetousness or righteousness in truth proving what is acceptable unto the lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. 
Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So there we see a clear distinction is being made between the children of the light and the children of darkness. Between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And you cannot be in both kingdoms at the same time. You're either in the kingdom of light or you're still in the kingdom of of darkness and we see even that the light does not have fellowship with the darkness and so also the child of God should have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them hallelujah speak out against them rebuke them hallelujah be against them take your stand against it take your stand against darkness and the powers of darkness and the works of darkness once you are in the light hallelujah he is the light and the bible says that if we have fellowship with one another if we walk in the light as he is in the light then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of his son jesus christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness praise the name of the lord jesus christ now here we see something else being brought to light and that is that we ought to also be the light of the world now there is a, a portion of scripture where jesus says I am the light of the world. That's John chapter 8 from verse 12. But then again we see in Matthew chapter 5. He says, ye are the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. Hallelujah. Now we do not have any light within ourselves. But it is his light that shines upon us and within us. That reflects outward. Hallelujah. Just as the moon reflects the light of the sun. So also the church reflects the light of Christ. Hallelujah. It is him that shines upon us. Hallelujah. If you read in the gospel according to Matthew chapter 4 the Bible says that a great light has come upon the people that sit in darkness hallelujah and this happened also that the scriptures might be fulfilled now Jesus is that light now as he shines as the light of the world he shines upon the church Christ shines upon the church hallelujah and the church reflects the light of Christ hallelujah Yes, that is what it's all about. Those that are Christians are representatives of Christ. Hallelujah. They are Christ-like. Hallelujah. They talk like Christ. They walk like Christ. They act like Christ. They are like Christ. Because Christ dwelleth in them. Christ in them, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Now, if the spirit of somebody takes a control of you you will act like that person you will be like that person let's say if somebody would come from the dead or even somebody being alive today if the spirit of a great singer would suddenly come into your body you would sing like that singer if the spirit of somebody that was a great musician would enter your body you would make great music like that musician hallelujah if the spirit of some artist would enter into you you would be creative as a great artist and when the spirit of Christ is in you, you will act like Christ. You will walk like Christ. You will talk like Christ. You will be like Christ. Because it is no longer you loving, but Christ loving in you. Hallelujah. Loving the Christian life. Hallelujah. Now many people can attempt and they can fail. Our own human efforts will always fail. Hallelujah. Man has always tried to make his own way since the Garden of Eden. We see after mankind came to a fall, he took some of the fig leaves to cover the shame of his nakedness. He tried to make his own way of salvation. He tried to hide his own sins. But we see God coming down and God making a way. Hallelujah. Many times people try to make their own way, but their own ways fail miserably 
be. People try to find their own way of salvation. But then God makes a provision. Hallelujah. And God's provision cannot fail. God's provision is perfect. Hallelujah. It is on time. And it is just what we need. God provides salvation. Hallelujah. God provides healing. God provides it all. And People sometimes try to have their own holiness, but God's holiness is supreme above all. Hallelujah. It is an act of God. It is a work of grace. God justifies you. God sanctifies you. God gives you the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It is God that works all in all. It is His light that shines within you. Hallelujah. And it is Him living in you. Jesus says in John 14 verse 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believes in me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than this shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Hallelujah. Yes, the same works that Christ did, the Christian will also do. The same works that Christ did, the church will also do. Because it is Christ dwelling within them, doing the works. Hallelujah. It is him as the light of the world. Now when he is in you, hallelujah, you are no longer in darkness, hallelujah, because he dwells in you as the light of the world. He reflects that glory through you, hallelujah. And when people see you, they see you as a written epistle, read of all men. Second Corinthians chapter 3, Paul says, ye are written epistles, read of all men, hallelujah, read of all men, yes, when people look at the Christian, they ought to see Christ, hallelujah, they ought to see the, the glory of God, they ought to see the light of God shining through the Christian, hallelujah, now when it comes to being a Christian, a Christian does not represent darkness or filthiness, a Christian does not represent worldliness, but a Christian represents Pure purity and holiness. A Christian represents heaven. Hallelujah. A Christian is an ambassador of heaven. The Bible says that we are our citizenship is in heaven. Hallelujah. Christians are just pilgrims and strangers in this world. This world is a temporary one that passes away. But we have a mansion. Hallelujah. Jesus says, In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you that is what jesus himself said in john chapter 14 and it is really the life that a christian loves that is pleasing unto god and a christian loves that life by being the salt of the earth and the light of the world hallelujah and we see there was a man in the bible by the name of enoch and the bible says in hebrews chapter 11 that before Enoch was translated, before he was taken up, hallelujah, before he was raptured, he had this testimony that he pleased God, hallelujah. That was the testimony that he had. And so it will also be the desire of every true Christian to live a life that is pleasing unto God so that he or she might also receive that testimony that they please God just as Enoch before his translation received the testimony that he pleased God. Now, so it will also be with the church. Before the church will be raptured, hallelujah, the church will also have that testimony that they please God, hallelujah. They please Him in all things, hallelujah. Just as it was said about Jesus, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased, so it will also be about the church, the son and daughter of God, that they are the beloved of God in whom He 
is well pleased. And before the church will be raptured, and there will be a rapture, yes, there will be a taking away of the church from the world. Hallelujah. There will be, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the Bible says, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah. And then us that remain shall be changed. Hallelujah. In the twinkling of an eye, in a moment of time, at the last trumpet, when the trumpet shall sound, and we shall be taken up together in clouds to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, and there is no Christian that will go in that rapture that is displeasing unto God. But it is those like Enoch that had the testimony that they please God. They are the ones that will be translated. They are the ones that will be taken up to be with the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. They will be forever with the Lord. And this is what the Lord longs of his people, to live a life that is pleasing unto him. And there's nothing that pleases God like obedience. Hallelujah. There's nothing that pleases God like faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, And without faith it is impossible to please God. Hallelujah. It is impossible to please God. Now if you really have faith, hallelujah, if you really believe, then you will obey what God says. There's no point in saying you believe, but then your actions show something different. When we believe, Yes, when we truly believe, that is when we also show true obedience. Jesus says in Mark 16, verse 16, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that does not believe shall be condemned. Those that believe, they will also obey. Hallelujah. But those that do not believe, are the ones that will stay in disobedience. And the Bible says that if you disobey the Son of God, the wrath of God will remain upon you. Yes, that is as clear as as daylight. Yes, it is the truth. It is a plain, simple truth that you can find written in the Word of God. You need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, you and your house. You have got to believe. It is so important, people, that we must believe. But if we truly believe, then we must also repent. And if we truly repent, we must also be baptized. The Bible says in Acts 2 verse 38, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise is unto you and unto your children to many that are far off as many as the Lord our God shall call if you believe hallelujah then repent repent of your sins accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior and if you have been a follower of the Lord but you've somehow lost your sever you've somehow lost your salt you've somehow lost your taste you can be revived again hallelujah the Lord's love is unending hallelujah his grace cannot be measured hallelujah his goodness is forever. And you can still come back to the Lord and He can refresh you again. He can give you back that savor again. He can give you back that taste again. And may the Lord just touch each and every one that was tuned in today. If there's anyone that would like to accept Jesus Christ in this very point in time as your own personal Savior, just close your eyes and bow your head wherever you are. Dear Lord, I've preached your word and I'm grateful for the opportunity once again Lord, many days I found myself in loneliness. I found myself depressed. 
and I had a longing and a burden in my heart to share your word with other people. And Lord, you've granted my request, you've answered my prayers, you've created this platform so that I may speak your word to them. And now, Lord, you do the rest. I've done my best, Lord. Now you do the rest, and you just touch them, Lord. Heal them, save them, deliver them, and just do far above that which we can ask or pray. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Now, for those of you that were tuned in, I would like to thank you once again for your continued support. For those that keep me in your prayers, may you continue to do so, even as I keep you in my prayers. You can contact me on 083-670-465-7083-670-4657. As I go off the air, we listen to that song, There is a River. God bless you until the next time, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Yesterova. Our station, our talent, our people. Tidang Raki. came a sound from heaven. Was a mighty rushing wind. Well, it filled every heart with singing. And it gave them peace within Well, the prophet gave this promise He said the Spirit shall descend And from your innermost being a river with no
Bible said there was a thirsty woman who went to a place called Jacob's Well. Her life was ruined and wasted. And her soul It was lost as well, wasted and ruined. But all then something happened. That day she met, she met the master. He gently told her, of her sin then he said if you drink of this water that I will give you you'll never never thirst again
there is oh that you are listening to radio yesterday yesterday 